Hello, personal productivity enthusiasts and community. Welcome to Anything But Idle, the productivity news podcast. I'm Ray Sidney Smith. And I'm Augusto Pinot. And we're your hosts for Anything But Idle. This is episode 21, and we're recording this on August 27th, 2020. Each week, we cover the productivity news headlines of the week, so you know what's going on in the current research tools, services, products, and more in the world of personal productivity. And so with that, let's get into our headlines for this week. Augusto, what is our first headline this week? Business Wire is bringing a survey titled, Americans have experienced increase in productivity and work performance since the pandemic, but their wellness has suffered. It is really an interesting survey, you know, and, and it's a reality that this pandemic has bring a lot of changes. And I think at the beginning, a lot of people lose their routines, their gyms, their exercise before and after work and and the dynamics for that with the social distances and everything else. So it's not a surprise for me that they are saying or that they, they are bringing this issue that the wellness has suffered. But also I think it's a matter of people getting into that new routine. First people, for many people, was the working from home for the first time and getting used to that and getting used to be on Zoom most of the day or all day. Now people is getting back to find how they can get their routines, you know, how they can bring equipment at home or do equipment at home or do exerciser at home or whatever. So I think we are going to see towards the end of the year a more balance into that now that people is getting into this new normal of working from home. Their best advice was that you build in this health, wellness, and self-care into your workday. And I think that's a really uh, powerful message um, you know, based on that survey. Next up, we have some news out of Redmond, Washington. Microsoft has added audio upload and transcription to Microsoft Word. Uh, this does require Microsoft 365 subscription but in essence what happens is you can upload an audio recording or you can actually record directly in the app they have added a dictation feature for uh, commands not necessarily for dictating directly into the application google docs by the way if anyone doesn't know has that feature built into it so you can open up google docs go to tools and then voice typing and you can speak directly into your computer you know with a microphone and it will transcribe live what you're saying. This particular feature allows you to upload an audio recording or start the recording in the system, then it does what similar applications like otter.ai does and that kind of thing where it will then transcribe it, split the audio among different speakers, and then provide a transcription kind of side by side with the open word document. I think with the increase of the use of products like Google Teams, where people is getting into these meets and recording these meets and all this, really getting the file from Teams, throw it into Word, getting now the agenda and being able to send the agenda back with everything what is said that way, it is a really, really powerful and clever move from Microsoft. No question about it. So from the article, it looks like you need a Microsoft 365 subscription. It says you're limited to five hours of transcription per month and 200 megabyte files for uploads. It sounds to me from the way in which I read the article, you can record an unlimited amount of time within Word and that the feature is available in Microsoft Word on the web only right now and that they wanna bring that feature to Android and iOS uh, by the end of 2020. 
I'm, I'm presuming they'll probably integrate it into the desktop applications at some point, uh, but that's their current plans. Next up is GoodNotes. GoodNotes is one of my really applications I probably use the most on on the iPad and now at a collaboration feature. So more like you do with Google Note, with Google Docs and Apple Notes, you can now collaborate in these handwriting notes and bring things. It's not real time as it is on Google Docs. Uh, it takes right now uh, 20, 30 seconds to the things to synchronize on the server, but I'm sure that time is going to improve. But as you think about it, if we are doing drawings, you know, with the Apple Pencil and taking notes and, and putting images, it's a really incredible thing to do that you can make the handwriting notes and it will come in less than 30 seconds to the other person note in the same way. It is really fantastic. Great to hear. And I'm looking forward to playing with it myself. Uh, next up, uh, Spike has uh, is the email application we've talked about in past episodes, uh, but they are expanding to the Mac store with the new download manager and an integrated browser within the application. We talk about a Spike in the past. It was one of the apps I choose, and it is still, for my work email, my favorite app. The fact that I can go, that I can do many, many things, uh, it is really powerful. I don't live on a Mac, but if you live on a Mac, I'm assuming that the power between having both devices, it is going to be simply fantastic. And it is a really great application. One of the things I hope is that now that they are going to have more real estate, the note part of Spike on the Mac, also it's easier to access than what it is on the iPad or the phones. You're going to get uh, the, uh, the ability to use the new download manager, which means you can download multiple items within the Spike application at a time, and also the integrated web browser that they've put inside of the application so you can open up and read articles and function in a website. If you need to, you can always obviously launch your default browser. Uh, next up, we have some news out of uh, Amazon. What's going on with Amazon? So Amazon launched their first fitness tracker. It's called Hello or Halo, and it is going to have support for sleep, for data, for activity, and you know it's an alternative for the Apple Watch, for the Fitbit integrated with that, and. It is going to be, you know, $65. It's going to have a subscription that is going to be, I think it's $4 a month. And it is a really interesting to see Amazon, you know, playing with this new new thing. You know, and it's right now, you know, exclusive for some people, you know, $4 for the service. And it is, it doesn't have a screen. You need to use your phone to be able to access to all the health information. But one of the things that they talk is you will be able to create a personalized 3D model of you. So that way you could see how you are going to start looking or how you used to look uh, as you start all this. Uh, you will be able to get, you know, they're really trying to do and track the sleep and track waste and help you to improve. And obviously we'll have the accessories, but it's not a watch. It doesn't have a watch feature, at least on this version. It doesn't have a way to even tell you the time. So you're basically going to carry the thing on your hands, but without doing you any watch or anything. Maybe initial, similar to the, to the lower end uh, Fitbits. And with that, 
a word from our sponsor this week, Zarvana, which you can find at Zarvana.com. As a young analyst at a leading strategy and management consulting firm, I experienced what ambitious professionals experience every week. I had a strong desire to get promoted as quickly as I could, and I wanted to take on exciting side projects, and I wanted to do all of that while spending less time at work so my life outside of work wasn't limited to exhaustion and recovery. My observations of my coworkers told me this wasn't possible, but I knew there had to be a way. I began to research and experiment, and in two to three months, I had reduced the hours I was working by over 15% while placing myself on the path to a faster-than-average promotion. My success led to the creation of Zarvana, a tool designed to give you the edge at work and in life. It combines a diagnostic, abbreviated courses, and a habit tracker into a single application to enable you to get the most out of your time in just minutes per week. You can start by taking the Time Finder Diagnostic to find out how many of our 150 time-saving behaviors you're currently doing. All right, we are back and we are going to our next headline, a little bit of the business of personal productivity news. Asana is planning to basically go public through a New York Stock Exchange direct listing. And so a couple of really interesting things here is that many times in the personal productivity sphere, especially with software companies, we're not really aware of their numbers, like how much money they make, if they're they're financially solvent, all of those things. And so this is a really unique insight into a company like Asana. And so Asana is going to divulge their financials. We could be hearing about this as early as next week, and then we'll start seeing them publicize their analysis of their financials on a regular basis. Uh, They're saying they're um, roughly uh, $5 billion in market value. Uh, and so we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm really curious to see when they do file for the direct listing on the New York Stock Exchange. We'll learn more about them from that afterward. So very curious to see. And I'm a big fan of Asana. So I'm looking forward to seeing what is going on under the hood, so to speak, uh, which we don't get often. We, you know, we, we can see now Slack's information because they went on to the stock exchange. We're going to see that now with Asana. Yeah, I think that's that's awesome to start seeing, you know, for a person who has been on this productivity world with the apps and all that, seeing some of these companies really growing to a completely different level and, and see Asana, you know, getting to, to this level. I think that's something really, really important. Yeah, especially outside of the, the major, you know, Microsoft, Google space to see these, these companies uh, get to this level is really exciting. The next is news with Todoist, and Todoist has been really, really active with all this pandemic. So they bring this the summer edition of what they are doing. So they are redesigning the quick the quick ad for table for the web, so that way you can get a much more modern. And it seems to me not only modern, but it's just also a lot more functional. Same thing uh, on the um, on the phones now, you will be used, you know, a far forward slash so that way you put things inside of, of the category so you can do a tag for house slash painting and it will create, you know, a house slash painting category thing. That's that's really something really really cool to be able to add sections on a project, you know, that easy. So. Um, there is a link on the article of some of the things, the schedule later things, but it is really, as I said, Todoist has been really, really 
polishing their game on the on the past months, and it's been a regular feature here in Anything But Idle because of that. Yeah, they're adding themselves to uh, iOS shortcuts uh, for Siri, and so that'll be really interesting to see the various Siri shortcuts you can you can do now. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just I'm I'm really pleased with a lot of the various options that they have added uh, to the system. You know, we noted in past episodes, Todoist has partnered with Verizon to give uh, Verizon Premium access to students and teachers for some period of time, and they have partnered now with Zoho uh, to add team uh, communication like Slack and Google Chat and otherwise, that's Zoho's product click. And they're partnering with them to be able to connect Todoist and Zoho together. They're just doing a lot. Now they have the board's beta program running. They're just really, really um, making a strong play in the market and uh, good on them for doing so. I'm very excited to see what they what they bring. And then uh, just a little bit of Google news. They're bringing forward the feature set for shortcuts. So if you didn't know, Google has always had the ability for you to be able to uh, link to or create shortcuts to other files. And that allowed you to be able to have one single document, right? That's the single source of truth for that particular document uh, or folder. And now uh, Google is naming that, it's labeling it better as shortcuts, which makes a lot of sense. And they are going through that process of Uh, making it easier for everyone. So Shift-Z will create a shortcut, and then you can place that shortcut almost anywhere in Google Drive. And they are doing that process of migrating the old shortcuts, and you'll also be able to create uh, quote-unquote target audiences. So you can create these uh, groups of people you want to share with in an organization if you're inside of G Suite. So this is like really, really powerful stuff here uh, because that means you'll be able to, you know, link to things and not have duplication in your system. And if you train your employees properly, then you don't have that kind of confusion over, oh, well, I worked on this document and then somebody worked on another document and now you have conflicting uh, changes across the board. With that, that brings us to the end of our headlines this week. Augusto and I come across many personal development, time, task, project management, and you name it, tools and services each week. Some we use, some we don't use, but we find really interesting. And so we wanted to share them with you here in this new tools of the week segment. Tool number one this week. I have used this now with several clients who have just needed a tool to be able to do this function, which is to remove the background from an image, to make it a transparent image in the sense of having a foreground subject and then removing the background from it. Uh, Maybe it's a a headshot. uh, Maybe it's a photograph of a client uh, in uh, an environment. Maybe it's taking a product photo and being able to place that product photo on your website in your, your product catalog. And the service is called remove background and it's just remove.bg uh, that's the top level domain.bg and so if you go to just remove.bg you can upload an image and it will just automatically remove the background and then you can download that image um, and you know there are different versions of the software you can pay for higher levels of quality and that kinds of thing but it's just really use, useful and easy to use um, i use other software for my, my general management of images and design and whatever, but this has just been a really quick and dirty tool for that one specific function. Augusto, what's your tool of the week? 
My tool of the week is called Via Negativa. And I, I link the app on the App Store in the, in the notes, as well as an article from the Art of Manliness that talks about it. And, you know, I, I have talked for many years about my do not do list, about my do not need list. And Via Negativa basically tells you to improve your life by removing things. And it is how can you remove things so you can be more productive, more effective, and all that. It's a really interesting app. And it's the first time for a person who's been talking about a do-not-do list for really over a decade, it is really interesting to to see an application that really focuses into that. So it's been a great addition. It's actually allowed me to remove some of the stuff that I have, you know, like those things from um, OmniFocus, put it in the application and focus with that. So it's been a great application, great article to read and, uh, and all that. That brings us to our featured story this week. And this week we're talking Apple and Safari 14, which will allow for conversion support for Chrome, Firefox, and Edge extensions. Give us a, uh, a little bit of background on this, Augusto. What's happening in iOS 14 and Safari 14? Apple finally will, you know, there has been Chrome, it's been, you know, known for the great extension. So early this year, we saw Firefox, we saw Edge based on that Chromium so they could use these extensions. And now finally, Apple, it's going to allow the use of these extensions on Safari when Safari 14 comes in uh, in the Mac store. And it is a really, really big deal for developers and for people to be able to convert these extensions. I have a lot of clients who their their business requires some of these extensions for the day-to-day, and then they need to work into Chrome to make it happen. Now with Big Sur and um, Safari 14, you will be able to add all those into Safari and use Safari if that's what you like the most. But I like the thing that it's going to be available. And I think it's a big step for Apple to really integrate those extensions and for us consumers to really now be able to get amassed access to this. Yeah, my criticism is that, you know, Safari should have done this years ago. <laughs> uh, they, they lost a lot of uh, market dominance to Google and to Microsoft in terms of the browser market, uh, maybe to Mozilla Firefox as well. But, you know, they could have really done a much better job of doing this earlier in the, you know, in the development cycle for uh, Safari. That being the case, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative to see it happen. Uh, one kind of minor note, but important for those who are developers, if you're a software developer and you're thinking of bringing and porting your uh, web extension from Chrome, Firefox, Edge ecosystems over, you do have to have an Apple developer program membership. So you have to pay that $99 US per year in order to be able to um, have access to the functionality to be able to convert it. And of course, not all extensions are going to be able to uh, work in Safari. So it just depends upon some of the backend stuff that's necessary to, to connect the pieces. But this is a huge, you know, opportunity for a lot of folks, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing many of the extensions that I do use in Chrome that are not available on Safari hopefully come over. Uh, again, that's going to be a, a financial decision for those developers, especially since many of them are free and are not, you know, they're just not 
they're not doing it for money. They just wanted to create a, an extension to be useful to Chrome users or to Firefox users or otherwise. And paying that hundred dollars per year, uh, you know, US to Apple may be too much of a, a barrier to get over the threshold to make that happen. Uh, so then there, there's a business model, you know, discussion that needs to be had about you know every extension. So I'm really curious as to whether or not this is going to um, provide more extensions on the Safari ecosystem if not a faster development of those. Uh, and so I'm just looking forward to seeing what happens. And um, I, I think um, either way, it's a good kind of step forward. I'm hoping that uh, Apple maybe thinks a little bit more about how they use the Apple developer program, membership license fee, whatever, uh, for people to be able to get access to it. So with that, that's our featured story this week. Uh, thank you, Augusto. And uh, as we come to a close, a few items. If we missed a story, uh, we place any extra stories in our extra section in the show notes. So you can check out any other headlines that we didn't put here in the story uh, in the episode in the show notes. Uh, but if we missed something, feel free to head over to our contact page at anything but idle.com. There you can uh, contact us. You can also tweet or DM us on Twitter at anything but idle. That's our Twitter handle. And so you can find us on social media uh, by finding our links through anythingbutidle.com. Uh, if you can, please leave a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Uh, those, two, those seem to be the two platforms that allow for ratings and reviews. Uh, if your favorite podcast app does allow for it, feel free to give us feedback there. We're really happy and, and excited to hear uh, from all of you. So thank you for helping us grow the Anything But Idle audience. And finally, thanks for listening to Anything But Idle, the productivity news podcast. Until next time, here's to your productive life.